Hello and welcome or welcome back to Savvy Says. I'm your host Savannah Celeste, but you may call me Sav, Savvy, or Savannah Celeste, whatever floats your boat and rolls off the tongue. As always, take a moment to exhale and clear your mind. Someone that's listening to this may be feeling broken, feeling alone, or feeling scared. But I'm here to tell you that everything will be okay. My favorite verse, Romans 8.18, says the pain that you've been feeling can't compare to the joy that is coming. With that being said, joy is coming, and it's coming soon. So lift your head up and stay in the game. Just starting with a few announcements, we have a new president. Congratulations to President Biden and Madam Vice President Harris. Like with any president, let's remember to pray for them and cover them in love and support as they begin this new phase in life as president and vice president. I also want to take a moment to talk about Amanda Gorman. For those of you who don't know her, but I'm sure by now most of you do, she is the youngest ever inaugural poet. She read her poem, The Hill We Climb, at the inauguration, and it was so inspiring. One of the main things that I loved about it was her undeniable passion, and that is what I want to talk to you guys about today. Passion. Everyone has something that fulfills them. Perhaps you're an artist, and painting or drawing fuels your life. Or you're a singer and anything music-related gives you a thrill. We all have something that wakes us up in the morning, that inspires us to be the best that we can possibly be. I am passionate about many things, the main ones being writing and music. Nothing satisfies me more than sitting down emptying my soul onto a piece of paper or listening to my favorite rappers tell their story through a song. I truly believe that everyone has a passion, and today's podcast episode will discuss my personal journey with my passions, how to find your passion, and how you can inspire others with it. Let's get started. You can do anything as long as you have the passion, the drive, the focus, and the support. Quote by Sabrina Bryan. As I was searching for quotes for this week's episode, I came across this one and noticed a few things. Number one, this quote says you can do anything. This is something that I believe. When I was a child, well, I'm still a child, I'm 15. I should say when I was younger, my parents consistently read Philippians 4.13 to me. The verse says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That verse always stuck with me, even to this day. I used to sit and ponder on it, like, wow, I can really do anything with the help of Jesus. When I was younger, I knew that there were so many different things that I wanted to do. I wanted to be a doctor, an attorney, a missionary, and so much more. I finally decided that I wanted to be an attorney, an influencer. I wanted my words to inspire people, and most of all, I wanted to make an impact. My parents were very supportive of my dreams, and they always told me that I was destined for greatness. When I turned seven years old, I started writing books. Anything that came to my mind, I wrote it down. My family often laughed at me because I would think of ideas for books that I wanted to make into movies and I would call them head movies. Here's the seven-year-old little girl thinking of the movies she would write as an adult. You have to laugh at it. I wasn't ashamed of them. I would show them to my parents and they would encourage my ideas. More than anything else, what I love thinking about when I look back on those moments is how much passion I had at such a young age. I knew what I wanted and I went for it. This is what's incredibly important for people to understand. When you have an idea or a goal and you love and are passionate about it, no matter how old you are, no matter how young you are, you chase after your dreams and you make it happen because you are passionate about it. Passion fuels goals, inspires others, and helps you in ways that you wouldn't expect. What this incredibly long narrative was meant to exemplify is that you can do anything if you have Jesus and passion. The second thing I noticed about this quote is that it says you can do anything if you have focus. I was often laughed at in school because my first phone was a Blackberry. I know, 
throwback, right? <laughs> For those of you who don't know what that is, it is a phone where literally you just text on it. Mine didn't have games, it didn't have internet, all it did was send texts and call people. People often ask me, would you have preferred an iPhone? Now 10-year-old me would say yes. However, 15-year-old me appreciates the Blackberry. Instead of spending my time playing subway servers and FaceTiming friends, I spent a lot of time fueling my passions. I was writing a ton and practicing piano to the point where I was getting really good. I remember when I was 10 years old, my school had a contest where every student in my grade would write a play and the best would be performed in front of the whole school. Me, being the writing geek I am, was ecstatic. <laughs> I spent all my spare time in class writing it. And when I got home that night, I spent four extra hours writing and perfecting it. We turned them in the next day and got the results the day after. My play had been chosen and I was so excited. My teachers commented on how great the play was and how they really enjoyed it. If I hadn't spent my time in class writing instead of talking and spent those four hours at home watching TV instead of perfecting my play, mine wouldn't have been chosen. The takeaway from this is that we cannot expect God to give us opportunities, we do the minimal amount of work, and we get fantastic results. In order to be successful and make your dreams a reality, we have to focus and understand that nothing is free in this life except the love of Christ. The final thing we can take away from this quote is that it says, we can do anything as long as we have support. There are two sides to this story. Yes, support is helpful. I probably wouldn't have gotten as far in my writing if it wasn't for the support of God and my parents. But it wasn't all sunflowers and lollipops. I got a lot of criticism from friends and some family members on how bad my writing was and how I was wasting my time sitting in my room writing when I could be doing other more exciting things. If I had listened to them, where would I be right now? Certainly not doing what I love, which is writing for this podcast. Support is great, yes. But if someone doesn't support you, that is not a reason for you to give up on your dreams. Harry Potter was rejected 12 times, and now it is one of the most renowned books ever. One of my biggest inspirations, Lin-Manuel Miranda, the writer of Hamilton, explained in an interview that I watched that the script of Hamilton didn't read well, that some people heard his idea of rapping founding fathers and thought it was weird. If he had listened to those people, where would he be? One of my favorite pastors, T.D. Jakes, explained in an interview that his teachers in school couldn't stand the way he wrote. They said that he was too wordy. Now he's the author of over 30 best-selling books. I cannot stress how important this is. Do not listen to your haters. Those people telling you that you aren't enough. Those people telling you that you aren't beautiful. Those people that attempt to dim your light. Those are not the kind of friendship circles that you need. You need friends that support you, that love you, that encourage you to be the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. That's the kind of squad that you want. So while support is great, support isn't necessary for you to be amazing. The only validation you need is the one you have. God's. Now that you have some background information on my journey with my passions, let's help you discover yours. Love what you do and do what you love. Passion is the key that opens the door to joy and abundance. Quote by David Kushiri. What is the first thing on your mind when you wake up? What you have to accomplish, a friend that you miss, or homework perhaps? When I wake up, I often think about writing. Yeah, shocker, I know. <laughs> but I am genuinely excited to start writing when I wake up. I get excited about it because I love writing. This quote says, love what you do and do what you love. I love writing, so I do it. What do you love? What are you excited to do? To be passionate about something, you must first determine what you love to do. That usually comes in the form of a gift or a cause. When I was younger, I was extremely inquisitive. I always had a question. That came from a love to learn. And I learned that the more I learned, the more I wanted to share that knowledge with others. 
that led to a love for writing. I would write papers about information that I learned, about causes that were important to me, and anything else that came to my mind. After writing for a while, my love for it turned into a passion for it. The second part of that quote says that passion is the key that opens the door to joy and abundance. If you found something that brings you joy, you have found your passion. Pounder on what gives you joy and you have found your passion. What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing, and you say, goodbye and have a good day, stay warm and eat well, but then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. Quote from the Bible, James chapter 2, verses 14 through 17. The last thing I want to talk to you guys is what you can do for others with your passion. That first happens to be talking about faith, but I think the same principle applies to your passion. What good is it to be good at something if we don't use it for something that benefits God and others? What good is, would it be if I loved writing but never helped anyone else with my words? That's like having a lot of money but never donating to charity. It is important that we take what we are good at and turn it into something that is beneficial for others. Now someone might say, I don't need to help others with it. It's my passion. For those saying that, I will share this verse, James chapter 2, verse 18. Now someone may argue, some people have faith, others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds? I will show you my faith by my good deeds. Again, the same rule applies to your passion. How can anyone say that they are passionate about something, but never use their gift to help anyone else? God gives us these gifts so that we can do things that glorify Him and help others. If you're a writer like me, use your words to inspire people. If you're an artist, draw things that bring joy to those around you. Just do things that will benefit others, and it will make you feel great that you've inspired others. If you don't take away anything else from this episode, know this. Your passion is your present and your future. It is important that you discover your passion and use it to bring glory to God and those around you. Your purpose is something that only you and God decide, so do not be pressured and forced into it. When you know, you'll know. And whatever it is, I know you'll excel at it. That is all we have for today on Savvy Says. Tune in next Saturday for another episode. If you would like to email me, my email will be in the description box, as well as both my Instagrams. And as always, no matter how old or young you are, keep speaking your truth.